Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Korkun oku trap sonsun. Trap sonsun trap donsun. Tuni sons to hukcum durpotlan. Tadas totan durpotan borotan. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Joe, the Kid Perez, a.k.a. Ween Dog. What's up, dude? We are waiting for UFC superstar Vince Pichel, as well as now series regular on Ghosted on Fox, Greg Wilson. We have the man who's headlining the next big UFC, Frankie Edgar, calling in. The main event, people. Co-main event. Who's the main Cyborg. All right. <laughs> All right. Cyborg versus the school teacher is not going to be the main event. It's Frankie Edgar versus uh, uh, T. Uh, what's that? T Mobile or T City? T City. Brian Edgar, Ortega. Yeah, Brian Ortega, who's yeah. that, that happens to be a badass fighter. Uh, should be a good fight. Listen, people. Uh, before you listen to anything else, I want you to know that even if you got a fat lip from a fight. You can still pack a fat lip with Black Buffalo. Black Buffalo is the only tobacco-free alternative dip that delivers the same experience as traditional smokeless products. Just without any tobacco leaf or stem. The taste, the texture, the rich dark color, and yeah, the nicotine. So, you can keep the ritual, but ditch the tobacco. How great is that? I mean, awesome, that man. sounds awesome. Back Buffalo makes tobacco-free long cut and pouches in the flavors of wintergreen, mint, and just straight. Listen, Black Buffalo sells two packs, five packs, and merchandise exclusively on their website with free shipping. Just head to blackbuffalo.com and use the code ROASTED50. That's ROASTED50 for half off your first order. Come on. Half off. Dang. How, how great is that? That's amazing, dude. That, that is amazing. So I want to thank our sponsor, Black Buffalo. Also, people, uh, we have another uh, great, we have a lot of great sponsors, but also Speedweed, people. Speedweed. Uh, listen, you live in California. Marijuana is legal. No need to leave your apartment, your house, or if you're homeless, just the, the block you're living on, okay? <laughs> Get it delivered. Speedweed.com. I, I hate having to go to the dispensary and have to go there, and you got to show me your ID, and who knows? Sometimes it's in some kind of a weird shopping center, and then you got to find parking, and then yeah. you, you're leaving, and then you run into, I don't know, your ex-girlfriend, and then she's like, judges you, whatever it is, okay? Uh-huh. You get it delivered to you. Speedweed.com. You spend over $100, you get 10% off when you use the code ROASTED. So Speedweed, the guy Gino, he's the guy, the man, one of the nicest guys I know. He's from Long Island. I, I went to his house the other day. There was a dog there. I'm like, you know, a dog last week, he was a dog on the 101, weaving in between cars, mm. and he took it, and now this, he's best friends with the dog. He's Dude, a good guy. Awesome. He's a good guy. So Speedweed.com. Also, listen, people. Do you feel embarrassed buying condoms at the grocery store? Yes, very much so. <laughs> you, you, right? Yes. You go there, there's always someone judging you. I had a lady that like almost kicked me out of the store. I asked her, like, <laughs> I'm like, do you have condoms? She's like, leave. I, I, that really happened. Have you been stuck in that moment at 2 o'clock in the morning alone because you forgot to buy rubbers? 
That's the worst. Uh-huh. You, you finally got a girl that wants to have sex with you, and you know she doesn't want to get pregnant or doesn't know what you have or you don't know you know what she has, and she's like, okay, you have a condom, and then you're like, no, and then you're like, ugh, and maybe. She gives bad blowjobs or whatever it is. Okay? Yeah, dude. You want to have sex and you can't. Mm-hmm. And do you hate going out of your way to buy condoms? You don't have to anymore. Those days are over. Get out of the Stone Age. Listen, how many times would you have sealed the deal if only you had a condom handy? Well, now you could be a dandy. Oh, shit. Yes, people. Be a dandy. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, go to beadandy.com slash uh, podcast that's uh, beadandy.com slash podcast and you can get 50% off uh, you need to never run out it's less expensive than buying cons at the store and shipping is discreet you don't have to have that awkward moment where you're, you know, you're buying condoms from a 17-year-old kid who's looking at you and you just feel dirty about doing it. Just yes. go to beadandy.com forward slash podcast and you get a special promotion. You get half off for the starter pack. I know that our listeners get late all the time. I know we have listeners. <laughs> you guys are just you guys are just running, running game, okay? You have a very sexual uh, – because you listen to MMA Roasted – you, you, you get late. Yes. So this is $3 for your first order, which includes six condoms. Then it's only $6 a month. So if you have a condom subscription, you will get laid more. Trust me about this one. You, have it, you don't have to worry about having to go out and buy. I, 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 back in my single days, I'd, be, I'd take a girl back to, i go back to her place, and I'm like, hey, do you have condoms? And then she maybe has one, and then you're like, why does she have condoms? Yes. And how many times is she banging people? And yes. it's just it's, it's a whole thing. Okay, so you don't have to worry about that. Go to beadandy.com forward slash podcast and uh, you could uh, have lots of condoms shipped to you. Trust me on this one. So, uh, how are you, man? What's going on? You know what, dude? I mean, it's been a, it's been a good week so, uh, so far. I've had some interesting things happen. I don't know if you want to get into that at all, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to survive I got this crazy, intense sinus infection this week. Ooh. I've had a pounding headache every single day. Well, I'm so happy you're here. I know, man. I mean, I got to do what I got to do. It's President's Day. It's a beautiful day. Yes. It's a gloomy day out here in L.A. Yes. Uh, the schools are closed. My school actually did not close, but my teacher canceled my later class today, which that's, is why i That's I'm a good here. teacher right there. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Now, she's, now she's what do you going to school for? I go to school for multimedia production, which means I am learning how to create content in fields such as television, uh, film, movies, uh, internet, YouTube videos. Look at you. Podcasts. Nice. You know? uh, I mean, I really don't even know what the major is about. Uh, I'm just <laughs> guessing that's what it is. <laughs> are, are you, do you know how to edit yet? Like uh, videos? Yeah, I use Adobe Premiere. But the thing with, the, with these film classes in college, they're so vague, dude. You have to take these ridiculous like feminism and film classes. It's like, who the who cares about this bullshit? It's like, uh, I think feminists do. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. But it's always like, analyze this frame of this movie, To Kill a Mockingbird. What does this woman standing here represent in today's modern society? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's some bullshit. That's not bullshit, number one. <laughs> I remember, though, when I was your age, I probably felt the same way. I was in a... Uh, a women in film class or something, or women in whatever. Yeah. And then there were all these feminists there, and the lady was like, how come... Uh, lesbians make less money than uh, than regular than straight women, and I'm like right. because uh, and I raise my hand. I'm like because I don't have their boyfriends to buy them things, mm-hmm. and, and um, everyone got mad at me. Uh, everyone, yeah. uh, I think I pissed <laughs> off the entire class. People were booing me, uh, and but yeah, that was pretty much my first and last class there. So anyway, we're waiting for Greg Wilson. Let's wait for the rest. Okay. Yeah, cool. 
All right, so the Greg Wilson just showed up. Uh, <laughs> we got all our sponsors out of the way before oh, we got fine. here. Uh, yes, uh, we're now sponsored by a, uh, a condom company. Of uh, course, a, it's a little late for that, ain't it, pal? Condom company, <laughs> condom company marijuana, and uh, and uh, tobacco. So God, it's right. It's the life. Yeah, all the life. <laughs> it's the MMA roasted life. Yes. Uh, by the way, so Greg, since you've been on the podcast, I got cookies for you, by the way. I appreciate this. It's since, just, they're right in front of me, and so, I don't so want to be. So since you've been on, I don't want to talk spit it right I'll all over them. So like since, since last, you've now you you were working on a show, a game show. Yes, you were writing for a game Funny show, you ask, which yeah. you tried to get me the job. Yes, right. So I gave you the jokes I wrote, which whatever. were great. And then you were like, "Okay, this is one better." And then the feedback I got was. They're too much like Greg Wilson's jokes. It was, I know. It was so, uh-huh. I was like, it was so ridiculous. Like, I was like, okay, okay. So my jokes are too much like your best writer's jokes. Yeah, like, well, why, yeah. why would you not want to? I have no idea, dude. But, it, it makes no sense. But it's okay. I know. I've been there longer than anybody. But now, are you still there? I am still there somewhat. But then you landed a series regular. Yes. So you're a, a castmate on a Fox series. Yes, called Ghosted, which is with Craig Robinson, with Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's pretty exciting. It's so weird. Thank now, you why do you have this other job then? Fuck that other job. Well, because it's only so many episodes. How many, and then when it's episodes? done, it's six episodes. The last six episodes of the season. You know, they kind of, the shows, uh, it decided to add some more characters, and I'm one of them. Well, what's your character? I play this guy named Davey, who's like the office curmudgeon. Like, he's been there too long. Okay. Like, nothing excites him anymore. He's always looking for the easiest way out of every situation. Now, how many auditions do you have to go through this? That, do, you're, this is going to make you mad, but I only audition once. That's great. Wow. Why would that Isn't make that me mad? Crazy? Because most guys have to go through a very long, rigorous process. But I guess it was different because the show was already going. Well, most of the time, people are listening. You go through like uh, the, the pre-read, and then you get a callback, and then yep. you go a second callback, then you go to producers, right. then they go chemistry Yeah, tests. you could have chemistry and reads. Then, yep. A, yep. And then it's like, so then there's six auditions now of yeah. you sweating it out. Totally. Blah, blah, blah. Against other guys. Against other guys. And but, see, and it becomes like like an elimination game, like a survivor. You know, who's going to make it to the next round, you know? Because I've been they, through that process, They must have liked you. But yeah, it was one of those things where they were, they were, they just decided, you know, this is where they wanted to go with the story, and they needed a couple extra people to help tell these stories. And, and so, you know, it was about finding guys. And it just happened, I don't know if everybody it was that quick with them, you know what I mean? And how often do you uh, have to rehearse with the castmates and stuff? Uh, we rehearse it right before we shoot it. No way. Yeah. And now, how good are you with like memorizing lines and stuff? I'm great at it. Okay. Yeah, it's like nothing for me. And you get the script how long before? Uh, usually we get it like on the Friday and then we start shooting it on Monday. All right. So, yeah. so do, you, do you stay in the weekend? Because I'd be in the weekend all weekend working on my stuff. I like, often oh. forget to read it at all over the weekend and then I show up in, to my trailer and I start reading, I start rereading what we we're going to do I'd that day. I'd be so terrified. Wow. No way, dude. dude. You can't terrified. be terrified. Dude, this is what I was born to do. I'm having the time of my life. It's so fucking great. Good I show up, I read it, I understand. You know, I'm now, if it's... You know, something, and that's the other thing. I'm not the star of the show. I don't have the big monologue. You got a couple lines. You know, I got a couple lines here and there. Although, here's the thing, guys. Like, talk about being on this show. The way it's configured, like, it's like an, like a paranormal office. And so I sit directly across, like, my desk is facing, I face Adam Scott, and then Craig Robinson is directly to my right. So, I mean, no matter what they're doing, I'm kind of in it. So, when can we watch the show? Uh, it starts, I think, March 25th, I think, is when it starts. That, uh, and I was telling him, I'm like, you know what, Greg Wilson, like, not only are you my friend, one of my, one of my best friends, but 
I'm happy for you because I know how hard you got fucked on the America's Got Talent thing. Yeah, boy. So I'm like, if anyone deserves a break, it's you. Thank so you, brother. I, and not just, I mean, not just getting, I mean, we've all, we all yeah, get But I was telling him even that, like you did that movie with Paris Hilton. Yeah. And you, I was like, this was the big one. <laughs> we all got out of the boy. Hey, it's so funny because that was when like you would just change like what your line was on MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the MySpace days. And that day I changed my, my whatever it was, profile line to say, my ship came in and promptly sank. Yeah, well, <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Thank you, brother. And you, you, know, and you work it. every night of the week, so it is not, it's not like a guy who has not paid his dues. Thank I mean, you, We've been brother. doing this from, for a long time together. So. You know, you know, what's funny is I posted a thing about it on uh, on Facebook, and uh, and it did, you know, it did like like over a thousand likes. Yeah. Okay. Which my stuff normally, I'm not famous. I don't, and this wasn't like for public consumption. This was only amongst my Facebook friends. And some of the people were commenting. They're like, I've never seen anything get this many <laughs> just friend likes, uh-huh. you know, that isn't like viral in some way. And it was because it's, uh, it's nice. Everybody was like, Greg, you've worked, you know I mean? You've been sitting around working at this for so long without yeah. getting the big break. And so to get something like this, everyone was really happy for me. And that kind of, well, because you know, people, really someone nice. like you were happy for other people were, I'm not so happy. I'm like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, those people, I'm like, because I see you. You're with me at the fucking dime bar, right? Yeah. And you're with me. And that the, doesn't change. And you're really. with you're with me. But that does for a lot of people. A lot of people like they just do the I mean, there was a, a comic recently did a show, uh, and this uh, this person, uh, she has her her own TV show and this and that, and given to her, given to her, given to her. And she went and I'd never seen her do any of the work. Yeah. And she went up there and did not have the set that You'd be people were leaving mass exodus, leaving. and I'm like, you know what? The, the, look, there's some tour, there's some kind of comedic justice to that because yeah. you can't really, you can't actually uh, fake the, the the work. You can't fake the effort. You can't fake the gym time. And it's it's kind of the same thing when you see like the Sage Northcuts and the and the, the the Paige Van Zandt of the world. And it's not like them particularly because you know both of them work very hard. Sure, but let's just. People like, let's just say, people that, you know, you, you have the, the industry that tries to make stars. Sure. And then you have the star that made himself or made herself. Right. Who did the fucking grunt work. Yeah. And most of the time, it doesn't pay off. It, it, pays, up to, <laughs> it pays off to an extent. Yes. To an extent. In my career. Okay, my, I think I've had a pretty good career. You know, uh, I, I make a living at this, but am I the fucking? But I've been doing this for twenty fucking years. Yeah. So hopefully, when I, finally I get that that show on Fox, or whatever, people will be like, oh fuck. Well, you know, I saw him at the laundromat. I saw him at the fucking youth hostel. I saw yeah. him here. I saw <laughs> exactly. him at the dispensary. I saw exactly. Him, I see this guy fucking outside giving out flyers. So it's not like people could say, oh shit, you know, uh, uh, you know, his fucking uncle. But they're still gonna say that regardless. But but. At least the people that actually can't matter are going to be like, you know what, this dude, good, good for him. Yeah, it's like with Leslie Jones. When Leslie Jones got Saturday Night Live, nobody was upset about no, that because no. she'd been up there crushing stages for decades. Yeah, and there are a lot of people out there like Leslie Jones right now. Yeah, there, there, there well, are that, I mean, exactly. And you know, and that's the thing. I there's mean, a lot of comics, the Greg Rogels of the world, the uh, Russ Meneves, the Kevin Brennans, these guys that just every fucking night crush. Yeah. So when something happens for them. I, I, I'm never, I'm, I'm never upset. I'm like, I'm like, good. 
Yeah, Good. and it's nice. And, yeah. and, and so, yeah, so this is a, a big opportunity for me, and I'm very excited, man. I'm having a ball. Okay. Awesome. Okay, okay. So, I mean, if we get a, if it gets picked up for a second series, then it'll really be something amazing. Cool. Right now, it's just a really cool thing. It's great to be on a show. Yeah. I think it'll help lead to other things for sure, and in many ways it already has, the things that I can't even talk about yet. Um, but, but uh, I mean, I'll tell you off mic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, I mean, but, but it's already starting to do that sort of thing for me. And, and to get there and to see those things start happening, is incredibly exciting you know and it is a lot of it is just perseverance and and you know and it's like and i don't think there's anyone that's ever broken through to another level that hasn't sat through the entirety of the last level just like maybe i'm crazy maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm never yeah. gonna get there maybe that door is never gonna fucking the open for me trying to tell me totally yeah. you know you're like am i wrong was i wrong to do this I mean, you know i mean it seems right but i you seem know to do great and then but it's you know well, so well, and then when it finally does open you're like oh my god i'm not crazy i'm not fucking crazy well the thing is also is like you know every night when i go up on stage not every night but a lot of nights you get these fucking belly laughs and you look out in the crowd and people are crying laughing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, right, I'm not like, crazy. People are, I, I do belong here. I do this see people I'm crying and laughing. So, so anyway, that leads into it. So last week I was, uh, I had a show in Houston uh, at the, 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 the uh, Joke Joint in Houston, yes. Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, I saw Tanya Evinger. That was great seeing Tanya. I saw Mike Jackson, who I think is fighting CM Punk next. So I'm on stage and the Friday show, early show, there's like, it was a packed house. It was like 10 like women, just Single, I don't know, single one, married woman, and one of them was pregnant, and they were ready to have a good time. And then there was like a space, and there was these two lesbians, right? Yeah, boy. And, and <laughs> but they were like lipstick lesbians. Not that they could be bad. I'm no, not they, saying no, they that. weren't. But the way you're setting it up, I'm like, this sounds like they were not the happy. They were they were not angry. They were not the, the butch lesbians. They were the lipstick lesbians. But they okay. were. Which not saying that butch are angry, but whatever. They were so. Uh, and, and I was making jokes up there. I'm like, oh, it's nice to a comedy for the Lifetime Network and yada, yada. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, are you carrying their baby? You're like, I'm like, oh, right, you're trying to build it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these girls kept talking the entire show, oh, having a conversation. And it was like, and I, and I was like, oh, man. Because I started with them at the beginning. And then they just, to the point where other people were like, shut, please shut up. Stop talking. Yeah. And I told them, I, I broke character for a second. I go, hey, listen. I know you guys want to talk. I just, it's, it's distracting. You're right in the front. You know, it's hard to do your job. Imagine you try to do your job and two lesbians just driving a conversation in front of you. It's hard. <laughs> if you're a doctor, it's not easy to, you know, apply medicine. <laughs> so just, just please, you know, I tried being nice. And then the one girl goes, well, maybe if you were funnier, I, I, we wouldn't talk, right? And then I go, who here thinks I'm funny? And everyone, of course, yes. And then they start clapping too. I go, no, you don't get to join the team, the winning team all of a sudden. <laughs> so, so then finally, I, I finally, the girl gets up to leave and she's stumbling out. So then this like, this black guy, comic I know, took her and started carrying her out. I'm like, oh, look, what is this? Bill Cosby Jr. here. You're like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and he took her to the bathroom. It was just like, she, 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 like, she threw up. It was, oh, uh, man. But then someone's like, some, it's a very Mexican crowd. Someone's like, "Go home, Mexican. Go home, lesbian." And I'm like, "I don't want it to be a hate crime all of a sudden." Because yeah. like, I was like, "No, them being a lesbian is probably the best thing to happen here. It's, it's, it's they're just being a jerk. It's not about them being, you know, identity politics here." So it was, uh, it was a whole thing. So that was, but the show was actually good. The, the shows yeah, were yeah, actually yeah, yeah. so that that was just a good show. Then, then I went. I, I like flew in Sunday, Saturday morning, and then I uh, did the Laugh Factory. Sold out show. They've been giving me a lot of love lately. That's and, great. And uh, they had me host every Saturday. It's been great. And just like one of those things of just like, you feel like you're the greatest comic ever. Like, boom, 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 boom. You know, and, and I'm up there with like, you know, 
Tom Dreesden and all these, you know, bigger comics. And, and then, uh, so then like, but comedy is the most humbling thing. Cause then Sunday night, this girl's like, Hey, will you do my show at the weed dispensary? And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, I know I shouldn't be doing this fucking, like, right. what, what am I doing? But you can't help saying yes. Like, right. So You're I, the worst too. You still say yes to everything. I, I know. I do. I mean, I'll do some shit gigs, but then I'll see your name on it. And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck is he coming down here for? Of course. The like, weed, you need so it the, way less than I need. The weed dispensary show is the only show you want to go up first in America. Completely. Dude, Absolutely. Everybody is baked out of their fucking mind. People think weed shows are, they got to be the best. Mm -hmm. People all just, ha, ha, No, no, no. They're good for 30 minutes. And then they just start sliding straight down. I, and they get really tired yeah. and just droopy. And they can't react to anything. I, I even told the crowd, I'm like, I think you guys think you're laughing on the outside. You're right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and they are. They're just like, look at you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they lose the giggle. The giggle goes fast. Oh. And it turns into a deep, deep stone. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it actually is not a great show. Have you heard of that uh, room? I think it's in Canada where it's like a hot box room where everyone in the, it's a small room, maybe yeah. the size of this apartment, but everyone inside is smoking dope and it's just a massive hot box and there's Dude, horror stories. I was comedians. high being on stage. Like, I was going to say, this room is kind of like that. Really? After five minutes of stage, I was like, uh. Yeah, because everyone's, everyone's smoking, they're like doing like dabs and shit. Yeah. Oh my so God. the air is filled with with brutal weed smoke. So that was so that was my weekend. And then of course the wife's pregnant and Dean McDermott came through. Uh Dean, uh, you know, Tori Spelling's husband, Dean. Oh, sure, okay. Super cool guy, gave me all this baby stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Up, like oh, yeah. strollers and this and that. So thank you, Dean. I uh watched the fights that's with awesome. Dean. Stylish and, too. Huh? And his uh, and his five kids. Did you watch the fights last night? I did. Okay, so we're talking about the fights last night. So it was pretty funny. So we're watching um, it was me, Dean, and like uh did their friend who's like a stylist. Like mm. very, very gay, uh super nice, mm. you know. And and during Cowboy Cerrone's fight, Cowboy hit Yancey. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that guy's on Queer Street. And the guy goes, what does that mean? <laughs> and I go, no. I, he, then all of a sudden, Yancey's on the, gra the ground. With his, he goes, is that because his legs are in the air? I'm like, no, it's not an accident. <laughs> I'm like, no, I think the term was made before uh, yeah. the, the word queer was used as a gay. Because I, I didn't even think of Queer Street as like gay street. I just think he's on Queer Street. Like he's, yeah, like, but he's it's rock. one of those pieces of lingo that you know you should retire. Really? I, I never. Don't you think? I, uh, I hear Rogan's. I hear people say it all the time he's on Queer Street. I never thought it was a. Uh, a derogatory. He didn't get mad. He laughed his ass off. That's like, good. He's like, I love that street. I'm like, like no, no. no. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the corner. <laughs> so yeah. So that was. Uh, so anyway, Yancey versus Cerrone. Good scrap. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, I thought Yancey might might have taken it. Obviously, I was wrong. Uh, I didn't know. You don't know how much Donald had last. He was on a three fight losing streak. Um, it was weird seeing how much respect they gave each other. Like the hugging. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of friendliness in the middle. Then he went out and hugged his grandma at the end and shit. It's yeah. just like, and then she gave him cookies. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> she made a little sweater for him. It was crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if I like the, if the, if the, that's like a trend in MMA. I'm not sure that's the trend we want to go of like mm. everyone's just best friends. I, I, I mean, you know what? On the one hand, I'm glad they're not trying to make it into a fake you know, yeah. wrestling rivalry when they're actually friends backstage. Yeah. I think it's okay. Now, if that becomes a thing where everybody's fucking, you know, it's a Making love fest, it's like, hey, easy, guys. <laughs> Is some of you should fucking hate each other. You're trying to knock each other out here. One, of the, one, of, one of the worst, one of the funniest ones ever, though, was the, the fight with, uh, who was it? It was the guy that Brock Lesnar beat. It was the, 
the back the huge Heath Herring when the guy in Pride kissed him before the fight and then he knocked oh, him yeah. out. He knocked him out before the fight even started. Did you see that, that fight? No. The guy, kiss on the lips. Yeah, he, oh, he okay. gave him a kiss yeah. like, while they were like nose to nose and he just punched him and the fight was over. Nice. It, like, <laughs> so, like, so what does that count as? Is that a no contest? <laughs> Disqualified. Yeah. yeah. Like what? The, it was, that was the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Still satisfying for the crowd though. Really better than a lot of those ones. <laughs> so Yancey, uh, Yancey will be back. Um, I think that, uh, you know, just Cowboy, just, He's just been around too long. He's just too experienced for Yancey, basically. Mm-hmm. I think it, he was... Uh, I, I was a good fight. The Derek Lewis fight... Um, Derek Lewis has got to be the most frustrating guy to be a trainer of because you see how much talent, natural talent he has, mm-hmm. where he does things technically wrong. Like, I remember he was on the ground one time Stan was calling with one of his fight, and the guy was on top, and he just basically stood up with the yeah, guy on top of him. like a mummy or yeah. Dracula or something. And then Stan's like, that is everything wrong. That, like, <laughs> he just did everything wrong, but it worked, <laughs> but it worked for him. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that has natural athletic ability, but because of that, he sometimes gets doesn't get in the best shape. He looks overweight. He was losing that fight. He lost oh, the yeah. first two rounds. I'm like, I even said, I'm like, he, he needs a knockout in the third, and then he gets a knockout in the third. But then he's so charismatic that he tells his wife, I'm going deep later, yeah. and like, <laughs> he starts humping the fucking ground. Nice. That you, you're like, you love him, but he's got to be, he's got to, yeah, man, it's, it's just one of those things where almost having too much natural ability has has hurt him. It's like that comic who's good at impressions. Totally. Uh, uh, so he doesn't write decent material. Yeah, or good at act outs. I right. mean, how many... He just has big energy and he's super charismatic. So the writing's never... Well, it takes him a long time to realize the writing has to come up yeah. because they're able to ride that charisma for so long. It happens a lot of times. A I, lot I, of times. I mean, they're, they're... But they kill every night. Right, because the charisma is, is, is unstoppable. And that's kind of what Derek Lewis is. is sort of, he has all those natural gifts and, and he's charismatic, but it, to the next level... Like the next level, that guy in the third round is not going to get caught. Like the guy who's winning up two rounds to nothing is going to realize the only way this guy is going to beat me is by catching me with a punch. So I'm going to coast or wrestle him or take yeah. him down. Unfortunately, Tabara is not that guy, but it's just frustrating because you see how good he can be because of all the natural potential he has, which is. Do you I think- like that Curtis guy? Oh, he was on the podcast last week. Oh, oh was yeah, really? Curtis I love it because he's like courteous Curtis, but then he starts talking and he really is just like, well, I thought that was very good. It was a good fight, very solid. But he almost like, almost learned a, a bad lesson, which is do not celebrate until the fight's over. Yeah, no kidding. He like yeah, he, he pulled up like, over. Oh, not over. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that happen. I thought that Jay Heron versus Ben Askren. I think if Heron had it in the fifth round, dropped Askren and started celebrating, that would have been the, the loss on Askren's record. I don't understand these guys think it's a boxing match. Like You know what, though? I think that, that, build, that build is the future. It's the John Jones build. It's the, it's the longer but still with power. Yeah. You know, because usually you think of the taller guys, they're skinnier, so they're not powerful. But if you can be long and have power in that weight division, it seems to be like that's a really unstoppable physical formula. Curtis is, Curtis is a good guy and nice guy. And he's been around for, I talk about a guy, I mean, he had like two losses in Bellator, a loss there, a loss there. He's not... Uh, okay, so Vince Michelle just texted me. Hey, fuck, man. My bad. I'm sick as fuck in bed. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Wait, he waits till like, we're almost done recording the podcast. It's okay, brother. Uh, feel better. Feel Wait, better. Did it, didn't Curtis knock him out with a knee, though? Yeah. yeah he did, but that first round An inside him. knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He dropped him and started celebrating like, a, like a, an idiot. Uh, uh, not an idiot, but a guy who's 
that's not the time to celebrate. You right. celebrate when the fight's over. Uh-huh. When the ref says the fight's over. And that there was a lot of weird officiating throughout the night. There was one time in the Sage Northcott fight. I thought Sage lost. I don't. I think people. Oh, I think so too. They propped him up again. I was loving watching that Frenchman beat up on him. He it was hurt super him. Fun. I mean, he did more damage. He got the takedowns. I don't see where Sage won. Especially with those shitty takedown attempts. That was embarrassing. Like, dude, you need to study <clears throat> your jujitsu a lot longer because well, it, that I mean, came out from that. Is that good wrestling? But I'm not sure if Sage has that mean streak in him. And I and I don't say that. And I I just think sometimes like. You, you see it in their eyes. And he's a tough kid and he's a fighter. He didn't quit. But you sometimes you see that like John Jones is a mean motherfucker. Yeah. You know, even Cormier, they just have that, yeah. that thing in them that makes them really want to hurt people right. and win fights. And I'm not sure if Sage has What that. do you think that's called? What is that? Abandonment issues? It's, it's something. Abuse, maybe? It's something deep. Because that's what it is for comedians. A lot of us, it's abuse, abandonment. It's something it's, it's, that it's, drives us to I, be I on I remember stage. Eddie If told me one time. I was opening for Eddie If in San Diego. And he's like, uh, he's like, don't, he said, I didn't think he said, don't kill too hard. But it was something where it was like, it was one of those shows where the feature spot was the, the headlining spot. Like, it was a bar show. Right. And there's certain shows out there, they had like two or three guest sets. I think Adam Devine did like a two minute guest set or something. And it was one of those shows where that was the spot you want to have. And I remember Eddie saying to me, like, don't kill too hard or something to that extent. And, I got to give him that laugh and he goes, I, he goes, I looked in your eye and you, and you were like, fuck this. And, and I made it so <laughs> fucking hard for him. I got to give Eddie credit because the next week he brought me again somewhere. He's like, open for me again. And he killed. Like yeah. he, Cause Eddie had a tough time that one time, but, yeah. but he, uh, he did one of the funniest things I've ever seen a comic do. He goes, he was having, a, it was one of those sets where everyone just breaks out in fucking conversation. No mm. one's even listening to you. And I've seen comics go up there and just start talk, just do their act as if no one's even, just give up basically. And Eddie's like, fuck this. I'm not leaving till I get a standing ovation. And everyone stood up. Is that what you can say? He got standing up. <laughs> People are like, hey, I got standing up. That was, one of the <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my Eddie sometimes says shit like that, where he was like, I remember Steve Byrne was on stage and they were like roommates, but they didn't like each other. And something Steve was on stage and Eddie came in with a newspaper and started reading it. And Steve didn't know who the fuck was in there. And he's like, This is a weird crowd. Somebody just comes and reads a fucking newspaper. <laughs> And then Eddie's fucking, his, his intros were like. He could be this, such a dick. I he, love that guy. He goes, uh, this next comic was in Montreal during the Aspen Comedy Festival. Like, <laughs> and then he goes with Steve Hofstetter. He goes, next, you, you've seen this next guy in your inbox. Like, he, was, he was so fucking funny. Eddie, Eddie he still him, is. I love that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to work with him in Vegas uh, in March. Yeah. Doing the Dirty 1230. Oh, nice. I'm doing yeah. that uh, March Second, by the way, March second, I'm at uh, South, South Point, Point Casino, Casino the night before the Frankie Edgar fight. So uh, I will be at that fight. We got Edgar on the podcast today, which is great. awesome. Um, so uh, Sage Northcutt, I thought he lost. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Sage. Seems like a real nice kid, and he calls him Mister Favor and this and that. But no, the other and the other guy, the Frenchman, you could tell he was pissed. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like you just uh, why did I come for this? Yeah, you know, I'll say this though about Sage. He, I think he like he's so keen on following his coaching that he won't stick with something that's working. Mm-hmm. That sidekick was working, and yeah. I felt like he should have just kept doing that because mm-hmm. every time he put that out, it was working better than his jabs. Certainly working better than his takedowns. Everything that sidekick was working for him. Like, dude, just keep doing that. But there was also a, a referee 
where the referee just he kicked the guy in the face and he just stopped the action. Yeah, for, for no reason. Like they're like, the, oh yeah, I think it was like a toe in the eye or something. But that's not illegal. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. just stop the. There was some weird refing going on. Even the Sarah Morris fight on the undercard. Where they stood where her up. Where they stood her up. She's clearly she's very active. Dude, I was going crazy. I'm like, if she loses this fight, it is that ref's fucking fault. Because she was, she could have put her out. Yeah. She was dropping elbow after elbow. She was doing real damage, staying very active. And then all of a sudden, she's like, eh, stand up. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I mean, and later it stalled out a little bit more at other points. And she lost and, the fight. And, and I think she that lost. Yeah. And I was like, this is Bullshit! Is yeah. that ref? He stood him up for no reason. It was so fucking weird. It was weird. Texas officiating all fucking night. But do you feel that Sage Northcutt is at the the wrong camp with Team Alpha Male? Because I feel like everybody at Team Alpha Male is like three feet tall, and Sage is like uh, six foot. I mean, look, he won, he's two and zero now with Team Alpha Male, so he's getting the wins. Right. That's really all that matters. Uh, he was well. They're teaching lo- him MMA. He, I mean, he to lost to Brian Barbarena. He tapped early. He lost to the uh, the other kid that kid that beat CM Punk. What's his name from Long Island? Uh, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall! So, I mean, the results right now are better. Right. So, uh, by the way, we have CB Gold on the line. Uh, CB, how are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, where are you today? Uh, right now, I'm actually, I'm underneath uh, the ball sack of Conor McGregor. Wow. How, how, how is it over there? Uh, well, it, it's tough. I've, I've been under here for... Uh, <laughs> Been under here for six weeks now. Six weeks now. Yeah. now I'll are... tell you who misses me is my fiance. Your fiance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, have you written her to her or told her where you are? Surprisingly, the Wi-Fi connection is very, very bad underneath <laughs> Conor wow. McGregor's balls. But it's the only way I can get a look of what I want to get tattooed next on my body. What do you want to get tattooed? Conor McGregor's balls. On, so okay, so you're underneath the ball sack, seeing that you want to get a ball sack. Yes, I'm making an imprint. Oh, okay, that's good. That's yes. good. Now, now there you go. Now, how is Conor McGregor, by the way? Uh, I, you know, I can't hear him. It's very muffled. All I, <laughs> all I hear is a muffled screaming in the background. It's very difficult for me to decipher. But, uh, but I'm, I, I, it's going to be quite a tattoo. I'm going to get it just below my nose. Oh wow! Okay, nice. Now, congrats yes. on by the way uh, on getting ma- uh, engaged. I can't believe there was a woman that was agreed to it. <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a very well. You, it, the jury's still out on that part, but now, 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 now <laughs> did she tell you like, "Hey, CB, get a job," or why are you spending all the time autographing people? Does she tell <laughs> you like you should be doing other things with your life? You know, uh, she she really understands me, um, and we're rarely in the same room for longer than three or four minutes. So. <laughs> so. So okay. So so that's really what makes it work. Okay, that's is, good. Is time apart is what makes us grow together. Now, does she worry about the dead bodies that allegedly you've done? She only found a few cats. Oh, that's good. That's so good. long as it's just the cats, those are the cats. I love those cats. Oh well, thanks, EB. Uh, I good talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. I gotta go. <laughs> What the fuck was that, dude? No, wow. Sorry, was... those, the balls hit me in the mouth while I was talking. Well, I got to get back to the, making this impression. Thank you, Steve. That was CB Gold. So he's with us. A lot of you guys want CB back on the on the podcast, and there he is. Uh, now, now, last week, Joe. Uh, so last week, Joe. You lost your virginity. No, that's so old news. He's been. Um, he, <laughs> that's like six girls ago. Yeah, so he uh, he met a girl. Well, he didn't actually meet her. There was a girl on Bumble. Yeah. That that said that she really wanted to see him put his fingers up his ass and videotape it to which he did 
Yeah, of course you did. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, she, she said that she, gaping was her, her thing, right? Well, she looked at my asshole and she said, that's a big old asshole. And she's like, she thought that I finger myself often. But I'm like, I don't do that that often. I used to do that going through puberty in the shower is just finger my asshole a lot while masturbating. Because, you right. know, I'm just exploring. You know, I've never done that before. Right. You know, everybody <laughs> did you that. see it online first? Or you thought that looks cool? Or did you just on your own? <clears throat> well, you know, the were like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to go in there. Well, I only hear stories of like, oh, men, men have a prostate. And if you massage the prostate, it's the most orgasmic feeling you've ever heard in your right. life. So you had heard about this. Something else planted this idea in your head. Yeah, dude. Okay, great. All right. But so, that, that's, that was way longer. No, no, okay, was, so, that, was so, it you're like your priest or? or? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not Catholic. Okay. So, so last week a girl said, hey, I really want to see you finger your asshole. And you're like, no problem. Been there, done that. So now we think it was a girl. We don't know because uh, he never met her. Oh. Uh, now, now you said the video is over. Has, have you heard anything since then? I'm glad you asked this, Adam, because yeah. I met, I was like super horny last night. I'm laying in bed. So I decided to message her because, you know, she deleted me off Snapchat. Right. Let me, let me, let me tell Greg. So I met her on Bumble and I sent her the video like three hours after matching with her on Bumble because she was freaky. She was sending me all these naked pictures, all these sexy. Oh, so that's flying back and forth. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is like instantaneously after matching with her, dude. And so the reason I sent that video. Can is I just say really quickly, man, good old fashioned love story. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. But the reason I sent that video in the first place is because she said, all right, after you send the video, you can come over to my uh, my dorm. And I'm like, all right. She's a USC girl. Yeah. Of course. A sorority girl. Yeah. yeah. That's, dorm. What they, that's what they Poor all want. dorm is all. Yeah, dude. You had me at dorm. <laughs> every every oh, yeah, USC yeah, yeah. girl just want to see guys' assholes. Totally. On oh, absolutely. That's yeah. it's their major. So I so I sent her the video. They're She's ma- like. Majoring in Snapchat butthole videos. Yeah. So I sent her the video. You're in some girl's thesis presentation. <laughs> About, about how it's her whole presentation about how love is being destroyed how by technology men, and be retarded. like I'd like to just show you one video I got within 30 minutes all I had to do was send him fake <laughs> pictures of some girl I found online and he sent me this and this was verified you can see the check mark in the corner that it's a verified asshole video it's called men are retarded yeah <clears throat> okay right. so continue <laughs> So I sent her the video, and after that, she just she she says, "All right, I'm sorry. I don't think you should come over. I'm getting kind of tired. You know, it's like eight o'clock at night. She's sleepy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Eight o'clock at night, it's wrong. whatever. They all go to bed at eight. They all go to bed at eight. So the shortly ne- after seeing butthole video. <laughs> so the next morning, I go to message her, and I see that she erased me off of Snapchat, off of Bumble. She took me. She like blocked me on you know all everything off League of Legends, and you know I was like, what, what? what? you? League, League, of, Legends. League of Legends. Yeah, yeah, because I played a game with her on League of Legends. Oh, okay, that's that's okay. Normal. So and she whooped my ass. Dude. That's like a date in there, you know. All right, go on. Yeah. Wait, so you realize at this point you have to ask yourself, <laughs> what's wrong with my butthole? <laughs> I did. I was like, what's what is she? Dude, I mean, you must have. What? How revolting! Oh, uh, every is every hot party girl plays League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got catfished right in the asshole. I mean, literally. So, so wait, but yeah, you got it. Did you look at it? Like, did I? What was going on in there that I didn't know? You know, take a look. Well, apparently, the only reason that well, she did say that she was like a rim job girl. That's like her big thing is rim jobs. Yeah, yeah. So she, so she said, I want to up close. She has more jobs than CB. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. She said, Hey, hey, I'm right here, guys. She said she wanted an up close 
high definition video of my asshole to see if I had any hemorrhoids or herpes or any you know barnacles <laughs> or anything down or there. Oh, go on. You know, she she just wanted to make sure I was clean. Right. She whatever. wanted to make sure you were clean and then deleted you <laughs> off of everything. Yeah. That's why I'm like pissed off, dude. You gotta take a look at the video, see what's going on in there, dude. Yeah. I feel like your asshole looks like the portal in Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a man's asshole. It's not. It's it nothing is, pretty, dude. It is a man's <laughs> asshole. It's nothing to be yeah, proud of. You know. He's sending it to a man <laughs> who likes assholes. Nuggets in there. You got hairy balls. You got. Like, you okay, got so then what happened? So she. So he, she cut you off. Yeah. So last night I'm laying in bed. I'm super horny. I'm like, damn, you know, she did send me some sexy, you know, pictures and videos. I might, you know, try to message her back and see why she deleted me. Now, the the videos, did they say uh, uh, red tube in the bottom of them? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Were they watermarked? uh, X hamster? But she didn't show her face in any of the videos. Oh, okay. Can't believe that. But neither did the fake casting agent. But she she showed her penis. (laughs) Go on. So I message her and she replies back, who's this? And I'm Ooh. like, what do you mean? It's Wean Dog, you know? <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, yeah, that one dude. I mean, the, that, that one. she said that one guy I made shove his finger up his ass. Okay. So she, <laughs> so she you? says that to you. Yes. Was that one guy that I made shove his finger up. As if this happened like four years ago. She's right. acting like it didn't happen. Yeah. But I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, we that's what thing. you were offended by? The fact that she didn't remember? Yeah. I'm like, well, I thought we had a thing going on. Yeah, you know. of course. And, and, but now you're just the one guy. Yeah, and then she started telling me different stories that didn't add up with her original story. She said that now she's at U- she's a UCLA student. I'm like, I thought, you said, no, I thought you said USC at first. Uh, maybe your, her project was so good they got her at UCLA. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. her upgraded. Go and then she's like, oh, but she's like, can you buy me uh, Riot Points in League of Legends, which is like an in-game thing <laughs> that you pay money for. I'm like, what the fuck? You want me to buy you stuff in the game with my real money? I don't even have money, dude. This guy's expensive. Riot Points. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So I just came to the conclusion that she probably or you know he probably does this to poor souls and like bumble yeah she like right. seduces them and makes them he, buy her stuff or yeah. buy him stuff yeah for league of legends and shit i'm like well, it definitely know, sounds catfishy it does yeah. sound catfishy but it sounds like if this guy um <laughs> it seems it does sound like if this guy is in more about getting league of legends points Maybe you're okay because it sounds like he's kind of a loser too. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. at least it's not going on like red tube or whatever. Oh, yeah. it's out there. You think? Oh, I'm sure it's oh, out yeah. there. The asshole video? Oh yeah, it's, oh, out, yeah. There. it's out there. So I'm okay, sure. so we're not going to do it anymore, though, right? No, we no, learned no. our lesson. Should, Should I we my search lesson? right now? <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, because all I, you got to do is go to like gay, right? Go to the gay section of yeah, like porn or something, and just you'll probably find it. Yeah. But I made sure I didn't show my face. I mean, I might have shown my face a little bit, but it's no big deal. You probably can't even really tell. But I made sure that you, I mean, all right, I probably showed my show face. you show your tattoo? It's just, it's just a little bit. But, like but the, you are, but he, your just, finger. he only made these credits that's like the MGM lion only with his face on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is your first TV credit. This, okay. is, a, this, is, a, this is a ween dog production. And <laughs> <laughs> then... Eight minutes of asshole. No, 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 How no. long is the asshole? Clip? Did you use your right three hand minutes. or left hand when you three figured your asshole? Three uh, minutes. Did you spread it open? Yeah, I had. So she has a request. She said, "You want you to spread it open, spread right. open them cheeks." That's what every girl wants. Yeah. Now, now, but I'm saying, but you have a tattoo on your wrist. Did, did that show? Well, probably a little bit, but I had my sweater on. I was wearing a sweater. I put <laughs> classy. I had. It's a winter themed. I was almost wearing gaping the exact video. Same. That was in the next room. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the Wean Dog update, guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, so, Bellator. You know what, though? But that's fun. No, but I did use lotion for lube. I didn't feel a thing, dude. 
Um, hmm. Nice. Hmm. So you got that going for you. All right. Yeah. All right, so, okay. Uh, Where's the videos that she sent you? Let's see some of that. Oh, it was on Snapchat. They're long gone. You know, Snapchat lasts like two yeah, seconds. Yeah, so they say, it. unless yeah. you hack their website, and there it all is. Oh, my God, they kept it. <laughs> I guess, guess what, guys? We were kidding. We kept everything. See what you're missing while you're on Ghosted, dude? No shit. Uh, this, is, this is where you should you're be, bro. life. Fuck Fox. This is, <laughs> this is where you should be. This is happening out Mean there. Dog's asshole. You see some of them cookies. All right, so let's talk, let's talk about Bellator. You watch Bellator over the weekend? Yeah, I did. You watch Bellator? I did not. Okay, so Roy Nelson fought Matt Matrione oh, in, in the heavyweight tournament. Um, I thought Roy won. Well, I looked for the first two rounds. I would kind of give it to Roy Nelson uh, based on the wrestling, but then Matrione did more damage. It could have easily been a draw, mm-hmm. which uh, I didn't see the third round. Who won the third round? I don't know. I didn't watch that fight. That was the main event. I know I fell asleep. Because Bellator, it doesn't start till like 9 o'clock, dude. It doesn't start yeah. till like 9 o'clock at night. Right. And then, but I feel like, doesn't it air, early, it records earlier, yeah. but it airs super late at what, night. What are you looking for, Cubs? Yeah, uh, right there, straight ahead. This one? No, to the left. Yeah, that one right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I thought that, uh, I mean, I'm happy that Mitch Rion won because King Mo was cornering Roy Nelson. And if King Mo beats Bader, they would have had to fight. And I didn't want to have to see that because oh, they're, they're friends. They're friends. Yeah. You, you don't want to fight the guy who's cornering you. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy Mitrione in that guard. I still think King Mo's going to win the heavyweight tournament. You do? I do. I think he's going to beat Ryan Bader, and I think he's going to win the tournament. You think he beats uh, Mitrione too? I do. Mitrione did not look that good in this oh. fight. It looked okay. I thought Chael did a great job on the mic. Uh, and then uh, Pitbull won. He looked great. I saw that. That was good. Now, another thing. Bellator's got to stop doing it. Like, I understand that Heather Hardy is a hot chick. She's a beautiful girl, and she was 23 and always a boxer. But MMA so far, she lost her first debut, and then this time was they were getting destroyed online by how bad the technique was. Yeah. It was, like, a, it was like I've seen better technique on World Star hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, uh, not even kidding. Heather Hardy could be a great fighter one day, and she probably will. But isn't she almost forty years old? I don't know what she is, but she's in her. She's deep in her thirties, I think. What it is is, is like I understand what they're doing, but they have so many people that they could put <laughs> like chewing on. I my- mean, they cut over the weekend. They cut Georgie <laughs> Karakanyan. They cut. They did. Uh, yeah, they cut oh, all. Man. They cut all these people that are actually good fighters. And they put, they try to put, they have guys like Ed Ruth, who's an amazing wrestler, who's three and zero. Put the guys out there that are like gonna be stars. And if a girl's zero and one in her first fight, and they stop it, maybe put her back on the prelims or something. But, yeah. but given these people, it's a it's a mistake. That was uh, that was. Meanwhile, I almost got to a fight at the fucking gas station the other day. What? So the weirdest shit happens to you, man. Me and my wife we pull up uh, to get face. gas, and then. I put the the gas in and I, and I'm like waiting for it to put the thing and I'm just l- checking my text and some guy walks over and he goes, "Are you f- hey, will you wrap it up?" And like some fucking goofy talk. I go, "Excuse me." I go, uh, "It goes." Ugh. I go, "Okay, I understand. It was. It was like a minute past what it should have been." But just say, "Hey, man. Hey, like be nice about it. Yeah. Don't say wrap it up." What are you? What are you yeah, you're not in co- charge of me. Yeah, you know maybe I'm gonna sit here and look at my phone now. So I go said to him, I go, I go, sir, you don't have to be a jerk. He goes, well, you're a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, man, I think that there's, I think in L.A., people have, in New York, that wouldn't have happened because I think people are have been punched in the face before in New York. I think there's more fights. There's more of a threat. But we were in Palisades, and like it was like we were getting our like wedding, our our, our, our like birth announcement thing. It's like people don't have 
the fear of getting the shit beaten out of them yeah. in California that they have in other places. Because I think it just people just get wild. You know, people little things piss people off, especially in traffic. Everybody's rude. It just kind of builds throughout the day and ends up popping out. You know, at the first opportunity, you were the first person he was going to address, and it's like, Bleh! it just yeah. shot out his mouth. I'm sure whatever he was mad about had nothing to do with you. But dude, I was, I was like, man, and then what am I going to do? Beat this guy up now at the fucking gas station? I'm going to go yeah, over there. It's not worth it. Yeah, what am I going to? I, mean, I, I guarantee he would sue me in, in Palisades. Yeah. And then what? Then I got a lawsuit on me, and I got a. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, at the end but of the I but. Just no, there's a way to be nice to someone or just be like hey man I'm kind of in a rush anyway you could hurry this up. hey will you wrap it up like fuck you yeah fuck you yeah you're not my dad go fuck yourself Douche. yeah I know I ran into this old guy who was losing his mind because I was having a loud conversation outside of a Starbucks I know I'm loud this is not a revelation. Right. Anyone that knows me. I mean, I've been told to be quiet my whole life. I don't take it personally. We go, I'm like, I'm sorry, I was being loud. This is why I went outside of the Starbucks to have a phone call. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to be loud. I'm outside, I'm sitting by myself, and I guess he sat at the table next to me and then started taking umbrage with my conversation. Uh, He's like, hey, can you keep it down? I'm like, keep it down. I'm like what the fuck are you? T- I'm outside. I left to have this conversation. You sat down there next to me, motherfucker. And then he's like, oh, what? He kept saying, why don't you go eat some more chips? <laughs> what? I was like, what the fuck are you talking are you, about? Eric Estrada? I'm like, coffee. What are you? What are you yeah. Like? I, he was so, and I, oh man. And he had like, here's the thing though. He had like this finger in a splint. Yeah. So, you know, you could have just like grabbed his finger. <laughs> And it would have, you know what I mean? It would have been very painful uh, I, I just, for him. I just think people... And I'm just like, I'm like, and he's old. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you provoking me? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many negative things for you here. Yeah. You know, but I knew in, in my heart, I knew in his heart, he was mad about something else that drove him out of the house to the Starbucks. And now he was just going to unload uh, on whoever was in front of him. I got mad at this comic. Like, I, you know, running a comedy club twice a week is brutal. Yeah. And this one comic, I didn't book. He's loud, obnoxious. I can't even put him on the flyer because he had some alleged thing happen to him and then women hate him. And so you know who I'm talking about, right? And of course, I leave to do another show in Orange County. Great show. And my host puts him on, like calls him. And I I tell the host, hey, I'm getting back at 10 o'clock. Just hold the show till 10. No problem. So I get there and he's there. I didn't book him. I'm like, fuck. Like, so I tell him, hey, man, Eric didn't know that he was booking you. Just do like seven minutes. Oh, Eric told me, I, he told me I could do 10. I, I wouldn't have come down unless I could do 10. I'm like, all right, just, just do 10. Like, at first, I didn't want him on at all. Like, he yeah. wasn't even booked. Eric, I go, Eric, why did you book him? Out of all the fucking people, you didn't book anybody. Why didn't you text me? I'm the one running the fucking show. I make the lineup. So then he goes on. And he goes off on feminists. Hey, if you're a feminist, fuck you. you fu- oh, and like he, now he's this anti-feminist guy, which some of the jokes he's making were kind of funny, but there was like six people there, and he's loud. And then a girl in the crowd goes, no, fuck you, because she's a feminist. Of course. And then he That's goes, what's coming. and then they start going at it. So, nice. I, I, so I light him early. Because I'm sure. like, so then he goes, oh, I got the light already? Right? So then he gets off stage and then tells the woman, hey, you want to go outside? Like, like, what? To like, what are you gonna do? Fight her? Like, <laughs> and now I'm on stage and he's arguing with the girl in the crowd. Yeah, in in yeah. my. And I didn't even book this fucking guy. But so, again, he's also mad at something else. At women in general, or the yeah, girl who because, accused him of rape. Right. And I, da, 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 da. It was a whole fucking thing. And it was like, 
Uh, so I got to deal. So now I'm in a bad mood driving home. Like I was in a great mood. Now and I'm again, a f- I think this all goes back around to what I said before. I feel like we're tearing each other apart because we can't tear down the one guy that we want to get to. Trump, absolutely. This has nothing to do with Trump. It does. It's a trickle down effect. It drives. He's a, first of all that guy's a, a big frustrating. First of all, that, first of all, he's that a, thing to be going on every day in your face and not be able to get to it. I think it drives people. First of all, in, he's a big Trump supporter though. Well, that I'm not saying that's a great thing. Yeah. I'm saying that's what helps create this energy. There is a weird energy going on right now. Yes, I, that's what I'm talking about. And it's everywhere. It's quite palpable. And it's particularly, I think, in, in these liberal states because it's so egregious every day, you know? And, you know, to people that love him, they're having a ball. But to people that don't, and this is California, you know, it, every day it's just more and more egregious. And, and, yeah, but he and was so that guy. Was, yeah, of, yeah, but, this, yeah but, that but this dude was sexually harassing women during Obama's years. So <laughs> I'm, well, not sure. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I'm saying that this kind of confrontational energy that we're talking about in general, not with you at the gas station with me at the Starbucks with him at the, you know what I mean yeah. I, I'm talking about all of it collectively is a condition that's happening right now just because we're so aggravated at a situation that isn't changing fast enough you know what I hate is when I make a joke about someone on Twitter like even with Sage Northcutt I, I, I wrote a joke I'm like man that, that was the best gift he got you know since Pokemon Go or something right so mm-hmm. a, and, then people, <laughs> and then people tag Sage Northcutt so now I gotta delete the joke because now he has like so then I block the person who tags him. Look, don't tag the person I'm roasting. Most of exactly ninety percent of them are following. Ninety percent of people are following me anyway. If they're not following me, they don't have to follow me. That's, that's what I'm saying. We've turned into a nation of snitches and bitches. Everybody's offended by everything, and everybody's willing to rat everybody out. Yeah, what is this telling on people? It, shit? It's all it is. Everybody, because no one thinks it's going to happen to them until it does. I don't understand this telling on people thing. This, this like, hey. Uh, you know, uh, my wife, by the way, just came in. This whole like, okay, I make a joke about somebody, you tag that person. Now you, they, now, now they see the joke, and they're like, well, you wouldn't say it to their face. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say to their face. Most comics that make jokes about celebrities or athletes would not go around saying it to their face yeah. unless they want to hear it. Okay, but most people are not. Uh, most people want to hear jokes, and most people, and, and the joke about Sage Northcutt. Being a fan of Pokemon Go is not a fucking offensive joke. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, is that really gonna, uh, like, there's a difference in the jokes that I, like, I don't make fun of people when they lose, if they get knocked out, because that's the only time people have gotten upset with me as a comic doing MMA roasts is when they lose or get knocked out. In the very beginning, I was like, fuck, I'll make jokes for everybody. And they were like, I, I, was, I was gonna kill you. Danny Castillo was like, I was gonna knock you the fuck out if I saw you. And then me and Danny, Danny are now really good friends. So someone loses, I don't fuck with them. Right. So somebody, somebody gets knocked out, I don't fuck with them. But if I make fun of someone Pokemon Go or I make someone... Yeah, that's uh, an innocuous joke. Or I make a Roy Nelson, like I go, Roy Nelson's going to the cage, walking to the cage. This is the most cardio he's done all year, right? <laughs> Someone's like, you wouldn't see that to his... Roy Nelson has a fucking meme of him rubbing his belly after fights. He, yeah. wa- he walks out to, I'm fat by Weird Al Yankovic, okay? <laughs> I don't really think he's the one to get upset about this shit. He doesn't. I see him all the time. He's like, what's up, man? When's your next comedy show? He's okay with it. But now you feel the need to fucking defend him and tag him and what, get me beat up? I, I guarantee you Ron Nelson would fucking beat the living fuck out of me. You know, yeah. that, that's not the question here. It's I want to make people laugh, but we're running out of victims now. As a well, comic, it's just, yeah, it's, as a comic, it's become all negative spotlight out there. As a comic, who you know? uh, there has to be a victim to every joke. There has to be. 
And as a comedian now, we're running out of victims. Yeah, you can't make fun of anything. You can't make fun of women. You can't make fun of black people. You can't make fun of gay people. Well, this you thing, can't like, make fun I of can't, fat people. I don't actually put any jokes on Twitter or anything anymore. I really just kind of put show updates. And yeah, I know. And, but then because with the, I'm, because, but yeah, then people be, are like, you don't put anything on your Twitter. It's like, yeah, no, I don't. No, but you know what happens, though, is that people booking comedy clubs go, how's this Twitter following? Right. How many followers do you have? And they don't book you because you don't have... 50,000 people like King Botch or whatever or 50 million people right and who I have these big followings but guess what Greg Wilson comes to your show he's gonna wipe him off the fucking planet this guy's gonna do three minutes and then bring up the next comic you know <laughs> but it, it, it sucks because we have to figure out a way as a, either as like me I'm just like I've gotten to the point where now I'm just like fuck it like I don't care like I'm just gonna keep doing the jokes I have to Otherwise, otherwise, what's the point of being a comic if I can't make fun of people? Or if I have to ask permission? Like, because that's what I go. I go, anybody want to be roasted? Because I, I, got, I fucking bought into that guy's bullshit. Yeah. And then one guy was like, yeah, roast me. Uh, from, from, you know, Australia. He was like, roast me. So I looked him up and he lost to a guy whose, whose last name was, uh, was Dong. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and then the joke I made was like, man, I, I, I thought he was going to win because usually he can handle the Dong, right? So, <laughs> And then someone else is like, roast me. This guy's got like a hundred. Now I got to go do research for people. It's just not fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. I like, I thought of this joke and I thought it was funny about the Olympics and I'm like, I wanted to tweet it and then I'm like, no, I could get like completely flamed by people who just don't like the joke. Oh, you got You got to start looking. Who is this going to offend? That's all I'm thinking is who's this going to offend? And it's like, this is going to offend all these people. Forget it. Like, you know, it, it's like no I'm not gonna do it you wanna hear what I have to say come see my shows I know but it's, it's just it's, it sucks right yeah I mean, I mean it sucks and then, and then like I'm making jokes and now all my jokes are like considered corny because they're like cause you're trying not to to get yeah. a bunch of fucking flames it's fucking it's, it's wacky it's I, I, uh, I know I mean there are jokes that like you can I don't know I'm just like fuck it I don't care you wanna live in a bubble you, yeah. ha you almost have to live in a bubble because if you start listening to people's opinions on things it, it, you're, it's going to be wrong. Everyone's going to be offended by anything. Chickens are going to be offended by why they cross the road. It's just, it's just going to be. Yeah. Everyone's going to fucking think of something. You're, yeah. you're fat shaming. You're, you're this shaming. Your body. I mean, we talked about that Peter Rabbit. People were upset about that movie because in a scene, the other rabbits are throwing blueberries at him, and they were saying that was allergy shaming because <laughs> he's right. allergic to blueberries. Right, right, right. And they were, I thought it was a joke. No, it was real. People were on the I, I did a routine about bicyclists where I, 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 and in it I go, don't you wish, and now nobody do this, you can never do this, all right, nobody try it. I say it very explicitly so that to make sure everyone realizes I'm just joking. And I go, but don't you wish, just a little bit, don't you wish. You know, because I talk about how bikes like act like their cars. Yeah. You know, and, and so yeah. I'm like, don't you wish you could just, Bump them just a little bit, not enough to make them fall down, just to make them pedal real fast. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like hey, you know, it's like that's right, I got it. You know, so that was the thing. So the video got picked up by some cycling, fucking cyclists, you know, feed Twitter, and they were like, "This motherfucker, this what's wrong? People think, gotta watch out for us." Blah blah blah. Uh, and, then, and so, now granted, it like tripled the views on the, yeah. <laughs> on the thing. And that's like one person comedy goes, "Well, you guys are all yelling about this guy. You're actually blowing his stuff up. Do you realize that?" Uh, and I'm just like, I mean, I couldn't be more explicit about this is a joke. 
I saw, I saw people hitting don't up. Don't. I would say nobody do it. I saw people were talking. I didn't watch the Chris Rock special, but people were yeah. saying they were upset because he said, I want to live in a world where white co- white kids get shot by cops or something. And people were like, Chris Rock wants to live in this world? I'm like, come on. It's a- that's the thing. It's like we all, that's the problem with giving everybody a megaphone. You know, everybody, everybody has a megaphone, you know, so they're all screaming from the rooftops, you know, no, you know, because that's the thing. There was always someone who was offended. There would always be someone who's offended. Only now all of those people have a voice and we're supposed to validate every voice as being equal. Like, okay, you're right. We should. I, I think, I think we're going backwards. We're going to end up being like Saudi Arabia, or if you make fun of the government or the religion, you get thrown in jail. It's just, we're going the other way. Yeah. We're going the other way. Where we should and be going. Again, I think all this would dissipate if we got rid of the major irritant in America. But who's going to replace them? Well, again, that is a problem. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, at least whoever replaced him, and it will be Mike Pence, we all know this, <laughs> at least he's not going to be up Twittering all night Tweeting. and inflaming every fucking situation <laughs> with stupid jackass remarks coming out of his ass. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, at least he'll do it, he'll piss people off through policy. <laughs> You know, yeah. or some, you know, something that you know, something that at least resembles a presidential. Yeah, but vote. this shit was going on during Obama, uh, as far as like uh, the social. Yeah, uh, the yeah, social that, that's almost where it's. I feel like it almost started then. I hate well, it. I mean, social media it came with social media. It gave everybody a chance. That's the thing. Later, we've talked about this before. It gives everybody a chance. I should not be able to reach out directly to somebody famous the second I see them on TMZ and go ha 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 and tag them in it, and it goes directly into their fucking phone. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, but it does. That's what we got now. I know somebody. Somebody pissed me off. I put I put a thing on like one of the websites, the last podcast, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, no one cares about you anymore." I'm like, "What?" And then and then my head, of course, I'm like, "That's not true." My, my wife cares about me, and <laughs> I got a baby on the way, and Greg cares about me, and Joe, and my friends, and everybody at the Laugh Factory, and, and, I, and I'm like ready to write that, and I'm like. The fuck am I doing? Totally. Uh, what, That's what, what they want. They want to know that they got to you. Yeah. What am you know? And I guess they're teaching kids now. They're, te- they're like, hey, have two accounts. Have one that's your nice personal stuff and then anything else put into some anonymous account. So that shit isn't attributed to you for the rest of your life. You know, and it's almost like we all, and I, to be honest, I've been thinking about doing it, about creating a, a separate account where I can put, actually put out comedy without feeling like, you know, yeah, attack that motherfucker. Yeah, right? That guy's sick. Yeah, but what if that, per, what if that, what that person blows up and then you're going to have to show up? At that point, it'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird, you man. Know what the, you know what the best part of the fight night was on Sunday? What's that? Your butthole. Was Nate Diaz uh, going to spark, spark up that joint on TV. That, that was, was hilarious. That man. was so funny. It was right after the It was right after the Black Beast. The yeah. Black Beast is like humping the ground. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I know. He does that. Oh, And man. then he's telling his wife like, hey, baby, I'm going long tonight. Yeah. And then they cut to Nate Diaz smoking weed. I'm like, this is the best sport in the fucking world. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, yeah, it was great. By the way, you hear a Fergie national anthem? No. Oh, oh they're saying it was the worst of all time. What, uh, oh, where's she? Uh, uh, which one? She did it last night at the NBA All Star Game. And oh, then, okay. And then, and then they were panning to like the audience. Lay it on the computer so we can hear it. Uh, then they were panning to you the audience. On the podcast, let's let's review. Dude, they were panning to the audience, and the basketball players were all laughing. Oh, <laughs> like, like that's the best when the, the teams are, are like, laughing. Uh, like. Yeah, and it was like, but they were trying to be respectful, right? You know, it was one of those things where they were like trying to be. Was that the thing where they cover their mouth with their jersey? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so, it was kind of like that. Uh, by the you way, you know they're cursing their fucking heads off when they do that. Dude. That motherfucker cocksucker, but goddamn, hit me the face, motherfucker! You get that cocksucker? 
You uh, know that shit's popping off when they cover the When LeBron does it, I want so bad to hear what he's saying under that fucking jersey. Also, by the way, uh, the Black China sex tape came out today. Whoa. Uh, we're, that too, she's, she's blowing a guy for a minute, and she's giving the worst blowjob in the history. Wait, it's just a blowjob? Yeah, she's giving a blowjob, and oh. she's kind of like falling asleep during it, and like... Uh, a lot of people were very offended by how bad the blowjob was. Was it Bill Cosby? No, no, it was it was bad, dude. It was just it was it was really bad. So Nate is like Nate smoking weed, uh, which is awesome, and the girl behind them is like it has a really funny face as well. Leave you with the baby. Uh, that's, that's so uh, where is this Fergie's Pearl National Anthem? Okay, let's see if we can get this. Let's see if we can get it. Can we? Is it going to come on here? Yeah. Actress and eight-time Grammy Award winner from Eight-time Grammy winner here, Fergie. And then, by the way, we're going to get to Frankie Edgar in two minutes. So. Just sing the, like a regular. Like, wh- why do we have to? Look, she's well, like, she's an right, artist. This isn't bad, right? Okay, all right, this isn't bad. What's so All right, not bad. She is doing some kind of affectation. Amy Winehouse yeah, version. Some kind of bluesy. All right, now you're losing me a yeah, little now bit. It's, it's uh, a little, yeah, a little character. <laughs> it's starting to come apart. All right. Prue. And now it's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a tough turn. Yeah. She lost it in the corner. And that's where everybody's head look, explodes. Look, look, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. This is Jimmy Kimmel. Is like every <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's not bad. That part, but it's just sing the fucking Ashland. Well, what, what is I mean, that's this? the thing. Is she's clearly doing an impression of a black woman because you yeah. can tell she's not a bad singer. But like, I mean, yeah. But you heard her sing a million times. You never heard her sing like this ever. Just yeah. stick to my humps. No, she's like, right. <laughs> no, not. To, she doesn't have to stick to my humps. But I mean, she's clearly. Imitating yeah. a, a a chanteuse, a jazz torch singer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know who she is not, and no one knows her as that. By the way, so it's clear she's doing an act that isn't how she sings. Yeah, and so it kind of steals. There's no authenticity there. By the way, Doctor Laura pissed off everybody over that. I don't. Is she even a doctor? And now it's just Laura Ingram. Yeah, I and think she had to stop saying she was a doctor. She wasn't really a doctor. Yeah. So she said to, she went off on LeBron James, who just basically did a podcast where he just said. He's not surprised now at the point where Trump has said so much things where nothing's surprising. That's all I basically said. And she said, just just 
fucking she goes just just bounce the Stick ball to dribbling yeah just, like and it was the most like racist shit i've fucking heard yeah and uh and, and ignorant and it's like well first of all why she stick to dribbling you can't have an opinion because uh and i know by the way i, I was just kidding well, saying, she's not a politician yeah and she's talking about it yeah you yeah. know is she you know should she stick to what was a relationship therapy yeah. i think it's what she started out as yeah so uh i mean yeah and by the way my 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 dumb comment of stick to my humps uh, reminded me of Dr. Laura's exactly because I'm like no she can obviously see she was doing that weird crazy out of nowhere affectation it's not like that's her sound Amy Winehouse that was her sound you know this is her deciding she wants to sound this way so we're calling the great Frankie Edgar no kidding this guy he's the man I lost more, more parlays because of Frankie Edgar. Betting against him? You yeah, you never bet against Frankie Edgar. Hello. Yo. Frankie Edgar, what's up? It's Adam Hunter, Ween Dog, and the Greg Wilson. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. What's up, fellas? What's, what's, up? what's up, man? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to your fight two weeks. I got my tickets. Uh, I can't wait, man. The first time I'm ever going to see you fight live. I'm so excited. Awesome, awesome. Make sure to put on a show for you. I uh, Dude, have you ever not put on a show? Yeah, I was going to say, don't doubt it. Like, has there ever been a fight where you did not put on a show? No, I don't think so. But, you know, I just, just want just to reassure you, you're gonna, money well spent. I, I, I can't wait, man. Now, I was, I was looking forward to you versus Holloway, which I thought was a really good matchup for you. I thought Holloway is kind of long body type. And, like, I just thought it was, it, was, it was a really good matchup for you. Now you're fighting Ortega. How much did you have to switch training and, and kind of prepare for him? I mean, not too much. You know, he's kind of a long-ranging guy himself. Um, you know, his specialty is more, more on the ground, but Holloway's no slouch on the ground, too. And I mean, Holloway's jiu-jitsu is probably, uh, you know, MMA jiu-jitsu is probably just as good as, as Ortega's. So, you know, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely preparing the right way. And, you know, little adjustments, little things that Ricardo and Mark, uh, my coaches, uh, you know, have me doing. But, uh, you know, we're going to be ready. Nice, nice. Now, uh, when when Holloway dropped out, what was going through your head? Did, did you think the fight was going to be canceled? The event was going to be canceled? Talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, I was I was upset. You know, obviously we were supposed to get down in December. I got hurt, and then, then yeah, he gets hurt. So you know, I was bummed for for quite a bit. But um, I, I didn't know if uh, the the fight was going to be canceled. They're, you know, they were talking about the whole event getting canceled and whatnot. I just wanted to, you know, make sure I got someone to get, you know, to, to get in there with. Uh, I haven't been in there since May, and. I mentioned, you know, wow. get in there and showcase some, some, some things I'm working on. Now, I know that Cody Nolove kind of said, hey, put me in there. Was that a, was that a real consideration? Was that, was that close to happening? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, man. I think he just threw his name, has his name in the ring. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't care. I didn't care who it was. I, I told my manager, listen, I just make sure I'm, on the, I'm still fighting. I, you know, I want to I I get in there. I want to make some money, and I want to fight. You know, it's been too long. Um, but I think Ortega made made the most sense, you know. Number three, I'm number two, so let's uh, let's figure this out. Have you been watching a lot of Ortega's uh, tape and like figuring out what he does right, what he does wrong? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm not much of a tape guy. Too much, you know. My coaches, I let my coaches do that, and then they tell me, you know, in practice what we want to work on, what we want to, you know, try to utilize, what we want to stay away from. But uh, you know, I, I definitely sit down, and watch a little bit. They make they kind of force me to. I'm not I'm not the biggest tape guy. Right, right, right. No, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a great fight. Ortega obviously is undefeated, young, hungry, but you've been there. I mean, th- th- this guy is, there's nothing you haven't seen in there. Um, so, is it? Are you as motivated as you've ever been? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm always motivated. You know, no matter what's on the line or whatnot, I, I just want to win fights. And uh, I want to make sure I go in there and, and do my job. My job is to go in there and get my ham raised. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I'm always in the gym. I'm always trying to prove from fight to fight. I'm trying to be a different fighter than I was the last time. And, uh, you know, that, that's, what I, that's what I try to do. I got to ask you, I mean, there have been so many fights where you've just been, like, rocked, hurt, where you're like, oh, shit. And then there's something in you that just keeps going. Let's say, like, let's take the Jeremy Stevens fight for a second. Stevens had you kind of, uh, they say, on Queer Street. Uh, now, what's going through your head when you get rocked like that? Man, I, when, when I got rocked to Stevens, I was like, damn, there's a hard punch. And then in, in between the rounds, I seen it was a kick. So, so uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm just thinking, like, all right, let me get my, my bearings about me and get back to it. I, I wasn't rocked too, too bad. He definitely, you know, rung my bell. Um, you know, but I've been rocked uh, worse in, in some fights. He, luckily, he didn't catch me uh, completely with the kick. Kind of caught me with his foot. Now, like the Gray Maynard fight, like that fight, because because what is it about you that that just doesn't quit? Are, is there anything in your head going stop? Or you're like, fuck it, this guy's gonna have to kill me. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know, man. I don't, I don't like intentionally say, all right, I'm, I want to go in there, and no matter what happens, I'm gonna keep going. I just think it's it's the pride that I got in me and, and my competitiveness. You know, I still want to win and. You know, if, if, I, if I still have a little bit in me, I'm still going to try to win and do what I got to do to make sure I don't get put away. No, nah, those, those fights, those, those were amazing. By the way, uh, you, you, have a, you have a son and a daughter, right? I have two sons and a daughter. Uh, now, is, is your daughter the oldest? No, my daughter's the youngest. All right. she's, she's three, and I got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. I found out uh, a couple weeks ago I have a daughter on the way. Any parenting, oh. any parenting tips? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's a fun ride, and... Uh, you know, you just don't know what to expect, man. These kids kind of throw you for a loop every day. There's something new you're going to learn every day. So you got to kind of learn on the job. That, that's, that's what it is because I think uh, every day is different. <laughs> now, I, now, initially, I kind of wanted a boy. I'm not going to lie. My wife wanted a girl, so hopefully it'll be a, a lesbian. Um, now, <laughs> now, how do I – now, are, do you have your daughter do wrestling or jiu-jitsu? Because my wife's – like, she's like your wife. She's like a very girly girl, and she's all about dresses and wants her doing, you know – dancing and gymnastics are you what are you doing to make sure that your daughter's tough yeah i'm definitely not letting she's staying away from wrestle mats i don't want her near any boys on the wrestling mats but uh <laughs> when she's old enough I, th I think pretty pretty much in the next year or two we're gonna we're gonna get her in jiu-jitsu for sure okay are you uh do you do you hold pads with her not yet not yet she's uh she's still a little young she's she's three you know what i mean but uh <laughs> my, my, my my boys i do you know and, and she, she's she's a toughie though know? she likes to uh She's got to survive in this household with my two boys, so she's kind of getting uh, training on the job, you know, just being the younger sister. Imagine, like, I mean, imagine being, like, this girl, like, in, in, like, 20 years, being this girl's boyfriend, and you got to come home to Frankie, Edgar, and mm. the two older brothers. <laughs> she's, and, and, like, his wife's tough, too. His wife's, like, a, a hot Jersey girl, but can scrap. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. It's, it's gonna yeah, be, we don't play. We ain't playing. Uh-uh. Yeah. We ain't no boyfriends for a while, so we ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, now, let's talk about some of the fights coming up. So, Ferguson, Khabib, who do you like in this fight? You know, I'm uh, I'm pretty friendly with Khabib. You know, we obviously have the same manager, and you know, he's just he's just phenomenal, phenomenal fighter, man. I don't think there's many people like Khabib out there. Uh, he's just so good at at, uh, at just dominating dudes on top. Um, it's interesting though, because Ferguson's no slouch himself. You know, very unorthodox striking, got you know crazy gas tank, very versed in submissions. His wrestle's not bad, but you know I'm gonna lean towards Khabib on that one. Have you tr have you trained with with Khabib? Like uh, roll with him and stuff. I rolled with him once, one, one time, uh, probably a couple years ago, and you know he's he's as strong as everybody says it, everybody says he is. Wow. Um, now, do you like 
rolling with guys that you might potentially fight? Uh, I mean, you know, if it happens, it happens. You know, Khabib is a different weight class than me, but, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely bring in, you know, I, I, throughout the years, I brought in a lot of guys that, you know, I could have possibly potentially fight. So, you know, you got to make sure you got the right people to pair for, and sometimes those are guys you could fight down the road. Could you make 35 if you wanted to? I think I could. I just don't know. If, I don't think it's necessary right now, you know. Um, I'm not about, you know, being the best weight cutter in the world and being the best dieter in the world. I want to be the best fighter in the world, you know, and um, – that's great. You know, that, that's why I left fighting at 55 and, you know, 45. I kind of made the transition just because I thought it was right for me. But I still don't cut much weight at 45. Yeah, but you don't think that you could get the belt at 35, 45, and 55 and be the first three-division champion? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to get 45 down pat first. You know, once, we get, <laughs> once we get the 45 pound, I guess we'll revisit the Because that would be amazing. I think, I, I think you could do it. Honestly, I, think you, I know you can do it. I mean, I, how do you think you would do against uh, Khabib or Ferguson? Um, yeah, I'm, listen, I think I compete with, with anybody, you know, I, I believe in my skills. Um, you know, those, the, the, yeah, I, I'm down, I'm down with anything, but I'm, I'm worried about 45 right now you heard before I think about any other weight class. So we're going to say, uh, Frankie Edgar called out Khabib, Khabib and, and, and Ferguson. Ferguson. Now, <laughs> <laughs> says he could take anyone. Yeah, anyone. And uh, Connor. And yeah, by the way, is Connor coming back? What do you think they should do with Connor? Oh man, I don't know, you know. I mean, I, if he don't come back, I wouldn't be surprised. But if he does come back, I won't be surprised either. You know, I do think he's a competitor. I know he loves he loves the attention, loves the limelight, and I'm sure he'll get bored of not being mentioned too long, and you know, try to try to get himself in the in the uh, in the news again. And the best way to do that is by 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 fighting. But what do you think about like the way that like? Because I'm a, obviously a big MMA fan, big UFC fan. But there's a part of me that like loves like okay Frankie Edgar uh, you know like like you said you're fighting the number three guy because you were the number two guy and then for the, for the one guy or you know Ferguson and and, and Tony and I, I like that that's all that's all makes sense to me but then they start putting in like Bisbing's out for five years comes back and fights for the title at 85 and wins but then he retires and now they're gonna have you know, CM Punk come in, and now they're saying, well, if Nick Diaz comes back, maybe he'll fight for the title. Don't you think that that kind of ruins the credibility of the sport? I think it does a little bit. You know, it takes away from the legitimacy of, of, of belts and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, it is the entertainment business, and, you know, people want to see certain fights. People want money fights. I know champions want money fights, and sometimes it's maybe not the best guy. It's the most popular guy that's going to get him that money fight. And, you know, I mean, it is a business, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of old school and I, you know, I think the rankings, you know, would probably be the best way to go. But, you know, I get it on both sides. I get it from the fighters that want to make the money. I get it from the promoters that want to make the money. So, you know, you got to look at it from both sides. But then, but then you see guys like Colby Covington who, like, I, I'm a big Colby Covington fan. He's a friend of mine. But then he goes out there and says Brazilians are all filthy animals and all this shit. <laughs> and, and then all the, because he's doing that, obviously, to get people to pay attention to him. And then, but then next thing you know, it, it's now he's a caricature, uh, a caricature of a fighter versus, because if he wasn't doing that, well, you only have 15,000 followers on Twitter and you're never going to fight for the title. You understand it kind of ruins it? Yeah, no, I know that this, the whole, the whole money fight era is kind of making people kind of, you know, try to make up, make these characters almost like, like it's the WWE and everything and, you know, having these promos and this and that and. You know, and some some people just aren't that good at it. You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Connor Connor kind of changed changed the world uh, of that. I think for everybody, but he's actually good at it. You know, a lot of these guys kind of sound lame to me. Yeah, man, I I, I hear that. I, I, I'm a Colby fan. I, I I don't agree with Brazilians are all stinky animals. Uh, I, <laughs> I I don't think he needed to do that. There were other things he could have done that would have been just as effective as that. Um, 
Stipe versus Daniel Cormier. Who do we like in this fight? I don't you know. That, that's a tough one to pick. You know, I'm, I'm a definitely a huge, huge Cormier fan. I'm also a fan of Stipe, though. Um, I think Cormier's wrestling is, is about as high level as it gets, you know, in, in, in the MMA. Um, plus, he's, he's pretty, you know, he was the champion at, at heavyweight for Strike Force in the past. He's fought guys as big, if not bigger, than, than Stipe and was able to, to handle him. But Stipe's got some, some, you know, big power in his hands. Uh, he's, his wrestling is, is uh, you know, is definitely uh, top notch as well. Um, you know, heavyweight fights, you just never know because someone lands something on the chin, it, you know, it could change the ball game. But, uh, you know, if I had to lean one way, I, I guess I'll lean Cormier. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, now, now, the UFC kind of over the weekend kind of dangled the carrot that Ben Askren might come to the UFC. How do you think he does against GSP if that fight ever gets made? Yeah, I think I, I would love to see Askren in the, in the UFC, man. I think uh, it's a shame that, you know, he hasn't been here. Uh, you know, I, I think people are kind of a, a little uh, – or at least maybe Dana or whoever the UFC brass just don't want to see him uh, go out there and wrestle guys, you know, to death and whatnot. But you know, he's out there wrestling guys and finishing guys now. And I mean, the dude doesn't get hit, you know. So it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I, I mean that that that's like the, you know, who would win, GSP or him? I think that that's like uh, something people have been talking about for a long time. And you know, I think he's got the ability to to maybe make that fight very interesting just because of his wrestling ability. Where you know we're. Typically, George is the guy that, that has the wrestling ability, but against against Ben, I think he uh, yeah. he might have second hand there. He's the, now Tom Galicio did our podcast. He said he was in fifth grade, went to your college practice, and took you down. Is there any <laughs> is there any truth to that? <laughs> Tom, I don't know. I don't know, man. We we wrestled a lot. He was uh, when I he was in high school, I think. When yeah, I came he was, back yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a senior. I yeah, but he uh, we, he started training with me for early on, man. I, I mean, Tom go way back, dude. He's a He's a crazy individual, as I'm sure you know if you hung out with him. Uh, he said he took you down because you were surprised when he was a senior, and then you beat the shit out of him for two hours. <laughs> I mean, I, I might have gave him that one. You know what I mean? You got to boost kids' confidence from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. That, now, there that, was a high school kid. I, I, I went to a high school practice. The kid took me down, a kid that I taught in middle school recently. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man. It happens. You, kids surprise you. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. Hey, but at least you taught him, right? So it kind of yeah. you know, makes you feel good. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, listen, man, uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day to do my, my podcast. I will see you in Vegas. I'm, I'm the biggest fan of yours, biggest friend. Give your love to the family. Frankie, thank you so much, man. Hey, thank you, man. Good luck with that baby girl you got coming, man. I'll see you in Vegas, brother. Take care. Mm. All right, that was Frankie Edgar. There's a guy who, no matter how, you know, Dude, I, that one thing I've learned is never bet against Frankie Edgar. And what a nice guy. I mean, these people like to tell me, oh, I don't want to do your podcast. I'm busy. Oh, really? Fucking Frankie Edgar is headlining Vegas, and, and he has the time, yeah. the 13 minutes to fucking give to me on the phone. Yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. He's the best. And he, this is a great podcast, man. You've been at it forever. you got a great yeah. name in this community. They're just haters. We're a nation of haters. That's all we are now. I know. Just anybody that does anything, we want to tear them down. And it's always like, even like Dane Cook. I'll be like, oh, I'm on the show with Dane Cook. Dan Cook's still alive. Dan Cook this. Dan Cook that. Look, you don't have to be the biggest. Well, to their credit, Dan Cook is a piece of shit. So okay. that's, I mean, a little different. Okay, fine. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything you know other than the fact that he's an actual But you know that personal. Person. You know that personal. I'm saying a lot of times, it's always like, what have you done for me late, lately? You know? Right. I, no, exactly. Not me, man. I like to support people when they're 
obviously successful when they're first coming up, and when sure. and all of a sudden. When they're not, people when aren't. the floor drops out of them, too. Yeah, yeah I went and saw Ja Rule, uh, Ashanti last week. It was wow, a, you really are willing to support anybody. It, it, it Holy was a, shit. It was I a, couldn't support it when they were up. It was a great <laughs> show. That that concert was fucking... No, dude, the best kidding. concert... It could have been a lot of fun. The yeah. best concert I've ever been to was DMX. I will I will take... It's going to give it to you. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll take a DMX concert over any Migos or one of these... Uh, Text nine or whatever the fuck these people are called. Uh, not these people. Edit that part out. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take. A, <laughs> uh, I'll take. Even. I'll take a DMX <laughs> concert over. Now I'm not saying these. people. All right, you know what I mean. You just I'll mean take, silly rapper with you silly names. You know, were you guys. there the night that I was? I was trying to hook up a white guy in, in on, at one table with a black girl at another table. At the haha. Yes. Yeah, I was there that night. Yeah, and they got and so, the other. The, now he was with a, a girl that was was also black, but obviously of mixed descent because she was very light. Like you almost couldn't even tell she was black. Mm-hmm. Well, she starts getting mad at me for trying to hook up this guy with that girl. Did you say the N word in a joke no, earlier? No, no, I, that was a different time. That was a different time. Oh, okay. <laughs> this time I just said no, no, no. I she goes. Uh, I think she said, "Well, what about me?" And I said, "No, no, no. I'm trying to hook up with a real black girl." Oh, that, oh and yeah. she lost her mind. But that was a joke. You were was obviously. Called, you're totally. obviously joking. And, but she called, spent the entire time calling me a racist, went on Twitter, was like, mm. this guy's a racist. And now my choices are either apologize or explain to them, how can I be a racist when what I was doing was hooking up a white guy with a black girl? And by the way, I'm black. Dude, at, at the wrestling tournament I was coaching, the parent confronted me for going for, for like getting excited and goes, you have no class. He goes, what are you, from the hood? Uh, what 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 if I was from the hood? That would mean people from the hood don't have class. Yeah. Like, what 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 the fuck? Like uh, you, you re- did not realize what you're saying. Uh, you have no class because I'm in a lower right because uh, you don't have money, so you can't possibly be a classy person. What? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, Bernie Madoff had fucking class. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Uh, yeah. is, I mean, that's exactly. I was like, I, I don't want to sit here and try and explain this. So it's like, look, Ugh. I wasn't being a racist. I'm sorry if somebody thought I was being a racist. All right, so fights this week. We're talking about the fights this week. This Let's Saturday. go back to the Stipe thing. Can you believe he picked Cormier, Cormier over Stipe? This, again, it goes back to what we said last time. This guy can't get no... He's the Rodney Dangerfield of fucking UFC. He can't get no respect at all. <laughs> like, they choose everyone to beat him. And he wins every time. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, uh, well, I think they have a wrestling connection. I think he maybe doesn't want to pick against his friend, Cormier, ah. Cormier and Edgar. Maybe. maybe. That could but make a know, lot but, of it. There's a lot of different personal connections there. But, um, yeah, I just think <laughs> this is a case where a good, huge guy is going to be a good big guy. Because it's like, it's like they say a good, a good big fighter would be a good little fighter. It's not like Cormier is bad. He's obviously the best. But you got a guy who walks around a 250 right. and a guy who should be a 205 pounder. Right. So I, I think Steve is going to win. Yeah. I, I think. I think if they were both the same size, Cormier would win. If Cormier was a naturally 250 pound guy who was right, coming down right. from 270 yeah. and it was all muscle. I mean, I'm, Cormier is like, I'm bigger than Cormier if I sit next to him. Yeah. I sit next to Steve. He's a fucking giant. Now, granted, Cormier did beat Josh Barnett. Barnett's fucking huge. I mean, he's beaten, but that was a long time ago. Maybe you know Stipe is the next level. Stipe is Josh is a lot, was a lot older Stipe when that happened. Stipe is a working class hero, man. I mean, Cormier that guy has the dirt under the. I mean, Cormier knocked out. Could get in there and Bigfoot Silva, but that was Bigfoot off TRT. The, right. the the good big guy, the only big big, the only actual heavyweight that Cormier beat at heavyweight was, I I think Josh Barnett, and I think Barnett 
was either injured or underestimated him or whatever happened that night. You know but who Stipe is? Stipe, He's the San Antonio Spurs of the UFC. He's not. It's not glamorous. It's not exciting. It's not a lot of scandals. Yeah. He's not talking a lot of shit. He just goes to work and fucking wins. But he also beat, like, knocked out Overeem uh, and Ganu. I mean, he's beating these huge fucking guys. Yeah, Verdum. and Ganu, if you want to talk about power, I mean, if there was a guy that you thought might lose based on, you know, because the other guy just has incredible power, it would have been the Ngannou fight. I, I, I think he managed to win that fucking fight. I, the guy wins every style, every fight. I, think I love Steve. The only, the only guy that beat him was... Uh, what Stephen Struve? Stephen Struve. And Stephen Struve was like eight foot six, and, and it's just a bad match. It was a bad matchup, and that was early Some on. His sweet, career. sweet Struve. So, all right, this week, this <laughs> week, people still tweet me that on occasion. It's time for some sweet, sweet Struve. So this week, Jeremy Stevens is taking on Josh Emmett. Emmett's the guy who knocked out uh, uh, Ricardo Lamas. Uh, Lamas last fight. Uh, he's team alpha male guy, uh, but he lost in Desmond Green. Jeremy Stevens coming off a big win over uh, Korean Wonder Boy. Duho Choi. Yeah, but I think Stevens wins that. I think Emmett also came in four pounds heavier in his last fight, and I think that also helped him with, you know, when you're fighting a guy, you're halfway up to the next weight class. Who do you like in that fight? Which one? Jeremy Stevens, Josh Emmett. You don't know Josh Emmett. I don't. But you know it's Jeremy Stevens. Who the fuck yeah. is that guy? Uh, uh, Tisha Torres hey, hey. is fighting Jessica Andrade. Oh, we know that guy. Fight, dude. Uh, <laughs> I would have to go to a with Andrade. Yeah. I mean, I just have to. I gotta go. I would love for Torres to win, and this is one of those, you know, who you. I mean, we've had her on the show. She's sweet as could be, but at the end of the day, I don't. I. I think Andrade, she's a smart fighter, though, Tisha. I, I think she's a very, she's gonna, a very smart fighter. I'm just saying. I mean, she's only lost like by points, and Andrade is not the smartest fighter, and she might gas, but if she connects, that's what I'm saying. I just, I think uh, it's to me, to me, and this is nothing against Tisha Torres. To me, it's a no-brainer. It's it's Andrade. OSP, who's won like eight fights in a row, with the <laughs> fucking Von Flute show, is taking, taking on uh, Alir Latifi. Uh, you know that guy? He looks like Man. the bad guy from uh, Popeye. This fucking <laughs> little fucking... Bluto? Yeah, yeah. He looks like Bluto? And then Mike Perry is fighting. He, oh, is that right? Uh, eyebrow tattoo guy. I, I, <laughs> I like... You know what? I got to give Perry credit, man. Even when he loses, he give, he, he, it's exciting. And he... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was too hard on him because of him breakdancing after knocking out Ellenberger while Jake was lying there. I fucking... You know, that's like my brother. Uh, my, Max Griffin's a good fighter. Max Payne Griffin. But I, I got to give this one to Perry. Yeah. You? Probably the same. Uh, also, in this fight, Gilbert Burns is fighting OAM. Uh, you, you don't know those guys. Uh, but that's <laughs> I love it. He's like, you don't know those Sam guys. Sam Alvey's fighting. Oh, smiling Sam Alvey. I love it when he gets the smile knocked to the other side of his face. That's okay. always fun. Fucking, but the UFC, uh, there was another website, has Sam Alvey, right, smiling. He has, they have him at 31 and 0, fighting Marcin Prachano, who they have listed as 0 and 0. It's a shadow and O and O. That's pretty. Be, that's pretty bad. It's like someone the clock hit five. They're like done. <laughs> they're whoever their fucking web person is. It's like finish this tomorrow. Like oh, come on. Yeah, uh, finish the th get the picture at least. Ronnie get Yaya the record up. Fighting Russell Doan. That should be a good fight. Ronald Ronnie Yaya. And on the fight press prelims, uh, isn't uh, Allen on this card? Yeah, Allen versus Ben Saunders. Yeah, but why is Ooh, it? That's it, actually, and that's on Fight Pass. Uh, no, that's on. That's on. Oh no, Fox it's on Sports. the prelims. Okay, yeah, good. Ben Saunders versus Allen Juban. I was like, hey, you can't put that on Fight Pass. Yeah, that is at dude. least I would put that on the main card, even at the bottom of the main card. But at least prelims, it's the top of the main card. Yeah, oh, fuck, I gotta go. I I think Allen's gonna win. Uh, I like Ben, but I just I think Allen. Well, gonna Ben win. hasn't fought in a long ass time, right? Yeah, he took some time Ben's off. chin. 
He's got a good chin, but he's been knocked out before. Uh, and he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. So is Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, both those guys. Like, ugh. Well, so basically how it is, I think Allen has an advantage on the feet, and Ben probably has an advantage on the ground. Allen's think- younger. I mean, I think, well, these guys have 31 fights. Allen has 21. They're both vets. Uh, what do you think of this fight? Well, uh, Allen is clearly the better looking. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the better looking fighter on this one, Alan uh, Jabon. Actually, usually the better looking fighter loses. Marna Moroz, uh, who goes But by I love Alan, so I'm going to go with Alan. Uh, Angela Hill's fighting. Love hey, her. Angela Hill, she's great. She said her mask, she said it, during the Ultimate Fighter, she masturbated so much her fingers got wrinkly. That's what, she, that's what she told me. Right? Wow, nice. That's, a, that's crazy. That's, 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 that's a long a lot time. Of splash. That's a long Holy time to cow, be in the water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your fingers she's get really wrinkly. in there. I've had that happen to me, though. Really? Not from. Right. Let's let's just <laughs> let this go. Just <laughs> no, no. Because you know, like sometimes you masturbate with like lotion or something. Sure. Yeah. And you just can't come, and you just you you're, you're there for like fifteen minutes. Like, what the hell's happening? And you, you yes, know. I'm sure that does happen <laughs> to you. Wait. See, if you don't do it like thirteen times in a row before that. <laughs> Usually, you get to actually just have an orgasm. Uh-huh. No, no. I switch off with right and left hand, though. You do that? Well, yeah, because you have to let the other one go dead under your leg for a while, so you have to give it time. No, I, sometimes I like going left-handed because I feel like, <laughs> like I'll come too quick with my right hand because I, I, I'm so used to it. But then I got to right, the, the right hand really knows what it's doing. And then I got to the take left the, hand feels like you're on a first date. Yes. Yeah. Like it's fumbling around, doesn't have good rhythm, uh-huh. doesn't know what you like. Mm-hmm. But then right. I got to take off my wedding ring. Right. <laughs> And then I feel bad that, like, that I'm thinking of my, like I'm cheating with the porn person. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I just got to set you down for a minute. Yeah, and then my well, hands are all full of lotion and I want to put it back on. Yeah. Because no, then you I don't want to set it down in the filth. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a whole process. God, that's And then so I'm like bad. worried that I'm going to forget my wedding ring and be like, oh, why are you take it off? Well, I wanted to masturbate. <laughs> I wanted to masturbate with my left hand, but I was at a bookstore. It was all very involved. Yeah. So uh, Sarah McMahon. Is fighting oh, okay. uh, our girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, good ass Fighting the Belizean bruiser, Marilyn uh, Renault. We had her on the spot. She's like this hot teacher from Belize. Mm. Super hot. So is Sarah. Oh, Sarah, wow. when she gets dressed up. Oh, no, I know. Oh. Sarah, first of all, the body's slamming. Uh, there's a girl that would just tell you, lie down. I'll take care of it. You know, that's, that's what she's going to do. Like, she's going to tell you exactly where she wants to. Oh, you're it. saying she would say that to you? Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying you were saying that to her. I'm like, it no. sounds like you're no. wasting a lot of good resources. No, I feel like Sarah's You just lay there. I'll do everything. No, I feel like Sarah's the girl's like, lie down, get your dick Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me work it. I got this. Yeah. You know? I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be quite acrobatic, mm-hmm. uh, right? There'd be moves. There'd be spins. Oh, I think yeah. there'd be spins, like quick leg rotations, <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know if uh, Marion can deal with Sarah's uh, wrestling. I mean, she's uh, a you know, silver medalist in the Olympics. She's, got, she's a team alpha male now. She's got world-class wrestling. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, but, but at the same time, people have accused Sarah of being too nice. Uh, where she doesn't really like, kind of like. You were talking about that earlier. You yeah. gotta have that killer instinct. Yeah, but I, and I, I she think she is very nice, and some people are very. A lot of these fighters are very nice out of the ring and can switch it on. You know, the second they get in that ring, yeah, yeah and yeah. can they switch it on? Northcutt, you know, obviously, you know, he just looks so happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> who, who does that? Northcutt. Oh, I know. It's like this is great, guys. You know, it's super awesome. You know, <laughs> there's something really awesome. He's just that guy. so like, this is just great. I'm out of the house. Uh, you know, like I don't know. Oh man. Um. So anyway, uh, so that's that's the fight this weekend. That's Saturday night. Yeah, it's a good ass card, dude. In our in in, in Orlando. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, what do you got coming up, Greg? What do I have coming up? I mean, I'm mostly working on the two different shows. So uh, that's what I'm doing. I feel like I have some I can't believe you're still time. taking that job. I mean, what, you, you probably go out and get like 20000 an episode. We're not talking about money. <laughs> you always do that. You always ask people about their money. On the phone. Oh, you want that? Like, what'd you get for that? Like 13000 I, I, I can't believe you're keeping that other job. You got to work, man. I believe in working. I don't believe in not working. That's you know what I mean? So yeah. until, you know what I mean? If it were more than six episodes, maybe I wouldn't uh, keep working the other job. I know. But well, as it is, we've it's only six. have also seen that situation. Where totally. The, where where the it just, and that money evaporates. I mean, you think, because it isn't steady income. Yeah. You know what I mean? My game, my game show writing job is steady income. Right. right. You know, and it got renewed for like another two hundred episodes. So Whoa. we're yeah, so we're supposed to be writing on this show. You know, for you know, uh, creating content for it for another you know year or whatever. So you know, so it's steady job. So unless something comes over and takes it over, like this one did for a few weeks, I'm, I'm not gonna. There's no reason to leave it. Right. 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 You know, you don't leave. You don't leave good work. So any shows coming up we can promote. Uh, I'm sure I do. Just follow me on Twitter. I put everything on Twitter. I don't remember it. Jody got. You ain't gonna believe this. But first of all, follow me on Instagram at the Ween Dog. Same thing for Twitter too. There you go, the Ween Dog. And I just I want everybody to go on Pornhub and look at the gay section. But I- <laughs> and if his asshole there, you 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 must tweet us that link asap. After now you- here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get a thousand. Is this him? Is this him? Like a thousands of a <laughs> hole videos, and we're gonna be like, I don't know, tag him in it too. I can't. I don't know. I've never seen it. So be sure and tag us both if you want Ween Dog verification. Make sure to tag at MMA Roasted and at Ween Dog. And so after you do that, go to iTunes and SoundCloud go subscribe to Ween Dog Radio the last episode I just put up is about this crazy mystery this mysterious death of this 21 year old girl named Elisa Lamb she was found dead inside the Cecil Hotel's water tank just floating in there you was know, CB graphic in that hotel during that day? probably this happened in 2003 so I don't know All how right. long but it's a crazy crazy weird and creepy episode go check it out you hear that? that's it so he's doing a, he does a podcast now where he solves mysteries yeah. Uh, and there was a girl that was found dead in 2003 in a hotel in the... 2013. 2013 in, in like a fish tank, you said? The, the water tank in the top of the hotel that supplies the entire hotel with their now, water. Now, was there a UFC event and was CB Gold... I was going to say, so you're solving CB's mystery. <laughs> Is that what's happening? You're following CB around and now you're like, he's just giving you the clues and the, you solve the mysteries and he's just like... He's just in the corner, like, follow that lead I gave you. (laughs) He's just like, he's just fucking like right behind you going, check the water tank. (laughs) Who said that? Like, God, where is that coming from? All these clues are legit. (laughs) All right. So, okay. So that's okay. That's it, dude. Uh, February 27th, people, I will be at Laguna Beach, California at the Skyloft. That's a Tuesday. Uh, the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Friday, uh, February, uh, March 2nd, uh, Syracuse, New York at the Funny Bone, uh, March 8th to the 11th, Syracuse, New York. Um, I will be with Tom Galicchio and Leslie, uh, Smith doing comedy at, um, me Peru in Bakersfield. Uh, that's March 16th. Uh, what are you doing? I will be April 4th what? in Sacramento, uh, Sacramento, California at Laughs Unlimited. Uh, the Comedy Palace in San Diego, April 13th and 14th. Uh, and then Portland, Oregon, Harvey's Comedy Club, April 26th 
27th, 28th, and 29th. And in Naples, I will be at the Off the Hook Comedy Club, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. House of Comedy, May 9th, 10th, and 11th, and 12th in Minneapolis. Uh, If you're going to be in Fight Week in Las Vegas in July, I will be at the Stratosphere in Fight Week. And then uh, I'm going to be in Kalamazoo at the Funny is Funny Comedy Club, June 15th and 16th. You realize you're talking about this summer now. Yes. yes, (laughs) uh, Anyway, listen, people. Also, if you want to buy stuff on, if you shop on Amazon. If you want to plan your future if you shop on around Amazon, Adam's travel schedule. If you shop on Amazon, <laughs> go to adamhunter.com and then click on my Amazon link because I get paid uh, when you do that. So go through. I'm, I'm a, a partner with Amazon. So uh, go to amazon.com, click the link, and then go, go to Amazon and buy stuff. So uh, You mean go to adamhunter.com. Adamhunter.com. And click the Amazon Yes, link. yes. That's what I said, right? No, you said oh. go to Amazon. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go to adamhunter.com, click oh, the Amazon hey. link. I wonder why I'm not making any money. No kidding. Okay, so <laughs> people are like, wow, it works. You go right to Amazon and you're on Amazon. <laughs> you don't even have to search for Adam Hunter. Yes. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much and take care. Bye-bye. Trap, sauce, and trap, don't trap, don't Tunis, <laughs> 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 <laughs>